Obviously, as it's uh, the eve here before Thanksgiving, we just wanted to take some time together to just particularly uh, set our hearts towards praise and and just uh, being thankful and expressing thanks towards the Lord. And we're just going to cut our meeting a little bit shorter tonight around 8 o'clock, but we wanted to just uh, take a look at a passage in Scripture to just direct our hearts uh, toward that end of of being thankful. And as we spend a few minutes together in the Word of God, hopefully that will just sort of set the tone of our hearts, and then we're going to enter back into a time of, of worship again and just expressing uh, thanks to the Lord and, and practically uh, doing the very thing that we ought to be doing just to sort of prepare our hearts uh, to celebrate this Thanksgiving holiday. So if you have your Bibles, if you turn with me to Psalm 92 for a few moments as we just uh, sort of take a meditative look here, a section of Psalm 92. If you don't have a Bible and you need one, there are some copies in the back. You can get George's attention. He'll be glad to deliver one over to you. Psalm 92, and let me just read verses 1 and 2. It says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. And Father, we just humbly ask as we turn our hearts now towards the Word of God that By your spirit, Lord, you would just speak to us, that you let us hear, Lord, something from you to instruct us, to exhort us, to encourage us, to have a heart that would be right in your sight, Lord. We we thank you that we can assemble in this place tonight and that all the other places we could be, that, Lord, something within us, you prompted us to come to the house of God. And it's good, Lord, to be in your house and together with your people and we thank you that we can still assemble freely like this in our country and uh, and set our hearts, Lord, toward you and our focus on you as we prepare to celebrate the holiday tomorrow. We just ask now that by your spirit you'd speak to us, that we'd each have an ear to hear what you'd want to say to us, and that, Lord, it would prompt us to have an attitude of praise and thanksgiving towards you as we continue in our worship this night, where we ask in Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. I wanted to look at this section of Psalm 92 together because obviously the opening statement of the psalm tells us that it is good to give thanks to the Lord. And as we think about the celebration, certainly of this holiday, as we call it Thanksgiving, the whole idea there is that beyond just sort of being thankful in our attitude that there's actually something that we are to sort of almost like Israel in the time of the feast days uh, they would set aside times uh, most of those festivals and feasts many of them were celebrated for an entire week whether it was tabernacles or Pentecost or Passover uh, these different annual feasts these times during the year uh, we call them in our language holidays to them they were more like holy days they were religious times religious observances where they would take a break from their work and their regular activity many times they would assemble together there in jerusalem all coming together and really it would just be an entire time dedicated 
celebrated the celebrating God's goodness, whether it was God's preservation of them uh, throughout the year and remembering how God preserved them in the wilderness during the Feast of Tabernacles for those 40 years that they never lacked or had want, that God sustained them faithfully, or whether it was Passover celebrating God's miraculous deliverance out of slavery and bondage and misery in Egypt, and as they would sort of commemorate that and celebrate it. Well, we as well have holidays ourselves. One of them, of course, tomorrow we celebrate is Thanksgiving. And particularly, I think this text is sort of a just a great way, maybe perhaps a meditation as we look at it together tonight to sort of set our attitude and our perspective right uh, as we enter into all of the activities. And of course, sometimes we just sort of get lost in the midst of that and what we're doing and family and friends and the get-togethers and all those kind of things. But particularly this first phrase in verse 1 just really is, is really what I want to draw our attention to above all else, where the psalmist declares there, it is good to give thanks to the Lord. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. Three things particularly I want to draw your attention to from that statement there, the Holy Spirit inspires for us through the psalmist. Notice, first of all, that the the act of giving thanks there, it is said there, we're told to give thanks to the Lord. Now, there are a few places in the Bible, and let me differentiate, there are a few places in the Bible where it talks about being thankful. For example, Psalm 100 tells us to serve the Lord with gladness, to come before his presence with thanksgiving. And then it says, and be thankful to him. There are a few places where the Bible tells us to be thankful, but here the language specifically, and we find this phrase a lot more frequently, the Holy Spirit gives it to us many, many times throughout the Psalms, particularly Psalm 105, 106, 107. If you want to read Psalms that deal with that subject to a great extent, you can read them tonight or tomorrow. Uh, but this phrase of giving thanks to the Lord, give thanks to the Lord. Again, the idea that this is not just about being thankful or needing to necessarily even feel thankful. Because sometimes that's our quandary, is sometimes we, well, I don't feel very thankful. Maybe the circumstances of our life or maybe conditions uh, in our personal experience right now, maybe what your current circumstances are, maybe even what maybe the last few months or this year has been, maybe it's kind of hard to feel thankful uh, maybe your situation is tough maybe this is a hard year with a loss of a, a loved one or maybe just some difficult circumstances and I totally understand that there are times when we may not necessarily feel a particular way or our perspective or our outlook may not be naturally inclined to be that way but this is not talking about an attitude of gratitude it's talking about the action not an attitude the action of of expressing thanks. You notice he says, give thanks. He, he doesn't say, let's just have an attitude that's grateful or an attitude of gratitude. No, he says, give thanks. It's about the obedient action of choosing. It's a choice of the will to give thanks. It's making a decision, like the Bible says in the New Testament, that we should give thanks for all things. That is, for all things that we we choose to give thanks, even in the midst of all things that we go through, good, bad, everything we experience, that we can still find a way to be thankful in the midst of it. And when we think about giving thanks, the idea is in the same way that we might think of giving in some other way. If you give of your time or you give of your finances, you make a donation. That's the idea of giving, that you're actually in some way sacrificially 
giving something. You are supplying something. You are donating something. You're not just thinking about it. You're actually required to share or to give of yourself. And, and this is an important implication because we have to choose to do this. We have to choose to express giving thanks. In other words, it's, it's an action that, that God's word commands us that we are supposed to give thanks. Well, I don't feel like giving thanks. Well, the Holy Spirit kind of says, so what? Well, I don't feel, you don't have to feel thankful. You don't have to feel like you have a lot of gratitude. The Bible says you still should express gratitude. You don't have to feel a certain way to be able to give thanks. The Bible just says, do it. It's an act of obedience by faith, just like we do other things out of obedience to the commands of the word of God. This is another command of scripture that we are to give thanks. We are to choose to do it rather than the idea there is the opposite, whereby we might say we're withholding thanks. Again, the Bible speaks of being unthankful. The idea is that we make the mistake, you might say some ways, almost the, the disobedient choice to just never give thanks. We don't take the time to use our words directed towards God or before others to give thanks. We're unthankful because we never use our words, make a choice to say, I, I should give thanks. I'm commanded to give thanks unto the Lord. And, and so that makes us in a sense, unthankful, ungrateful, unappreciative. Hebrews 13, 15 says this, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of our lips giving thanks unto his name. Do you see how the Bible uses that same analogy like the Old Testament sacrifices as they would bring the sacrificial animal to the altar when they would make sacrifices in the Old Testament? They would bring an animal and they would give the animal as, as their sacrifice unto the Lord. Well, the Bible says in the New Testament that we should continually offer our sacrifice of praise. God doesn't necessarily any longer because of the finished work of Jesus Christ want a goat or a lamb or a bull or a heifer. God wants us to bring now a sacrifice of praise that our sacrifice is praise. It's praise and thanksgiving and worship and adoration expressed towards God. And he says the way that we give that sacrifice of praise is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to the Lord that we actually choose to do it. So again, I just want to emphasize there is an act of choosing to do this. It's not a matter of why well, I feel or I thought about it. No, God says, no, do it. Give thanks. Open your mouth. Say the words. Say the words to God in prayer. Say the words to God as you sing a worship song. Say the words out loud before someone else that why you're thankful to the Lord that we're actually supposed to do this. Because there's something is going to see that's very valuable both towards God and benefits us as well. So again, there's this act of actually giving thanks to the Lord. Notice as well, if you would, secondly, in that statement there, there's the person who's deserving to be thanked. Notice the emphasis as well on the latter part of that statement. It says it is good to give thanks to whom? The Lord. Don't overlook that. It's good to give thanks to the Lord because there are lots of people all around America and all around the world that are going to be thankful tomorrow. 
I'm really thankful about this. I'm really thankful about that. I'm really thankful that I was able to. I'm really thankful that you, I'm really thankful for you. I'm really, and a lot of people are thankful, but the Bible says it's good to give thanks to the Lord. Don't miss that part. That our thankfulness is to be directed to the Lord himself. He is the person who is deserving to be thanked. Important to remain aware to whom and where we should be expressing our thankfulness. I'm not saying that we shouldn't, is an encouraging way, express our thankfulness to others, but to some degree, even if there's somebody in your life that you're really thankful for, you should, in essence, at the end of the day, say, I'm really thankful to the Lord for you in my life. Again, what does the Bible tell us? That every good, decent, beneficial thing in our life, whether simple little things or large, big things, all of those things are from God's hand. Acts 17.25 says this, that God gives to all life, breath, and all things. God gives to all life, breath, and then he just says all things. It tells us in James chapter 1 that every good and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. That is, anything in your life that exists of any value, anything good, anything beneficial, anything enjoyable, anything helpful, anything in your life that is of value or good or decent or beneficial, it's from God. Beginning with the very life you possess, the breath in your lungs, the very fact that you were you know, able to get out of bed this morning or function today or actually choose to be healthy enough to actually be here in this sanctuary worshiping and celebrating rather than laying in a hospital somewhere or rather than standing around perhaps in you know, a shelter like many people in Northern California who've lost their homes and potentially some of them don't even know yet still if they've lost their loved ones. Over 80 people already dead, over 800 people still not even accounted for. Again, all that we possess, so, so often we, we just make this horrible mistake of, of just failing. You know, we use the old statement, you know, count your blessings. And, and, but there's something very, you know, cliche, but very realistic about that, about genuinely sometimes hitting the pause button in our crazy American lives and actually saying, wow, there are a few, if not a lot of things that I genuinely can be thankful for. You know, anytime I've gone overseas or you know, been in a foreign country or third world country, boy, it's amazing how you come back and all of a sudden you start being thankful for plumbing and, and things like clean water. I mean, just the, 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 the things that we just kind of you know, overlook every day. Heat and just, I mean, all these basic, simple things. But everything that exists in our lives, everything you possess, everything that's of any goodness or value in your life, Remember, that's from the Lord. I, I hate to say this, but I'm going to. It's not because you deserve it. The Bible says that in him, the Lord Jesus, all things consist. The only reason your heart is still beating tonight is because you should be thankful Jesus is choosing to keep it beating still. How many times were you thinking about keeping your heart beating since we started the service? How many times have you thought about breathing? There's involuntary actions happening in your body and you're not in control of them. Your creator is. That's something to be thankful for. 
And again, I understand we can focus on other things, but the Bible says give thanks to the Lord, and we want to make sure that we do that. And if not thankful for just the things in our life, we should even be thankful to the Lord just for who he is. That's why the psalmist is going to say in Psalm 136, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. And you can read all throughout the Psalms and places in the Bible. And there's so many things that are descriptively said about God and his nature. And again, this is the idea. We can always be thankful, even if not, well, I just can't find, I can't find anything. I mean, Tony, I don't agree with you. I can't find anything in my life to be thankful for. Fine, you still lose. You can be thankful for who God is, that he's good, that he's not a bad God. That he's not a mean God. That he's, that he's a kind and loving and gentle and patient. And like we sang, a God with unending grace and a faithful God who provides and takes care of us and who's provided salvation through the death and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. So our guilt can be removed and all the wrong and selfish and foolish things we've done that we don't have to be eternally damned in hell forever and ever if we just only believe in what Jesus sacrificially did for us. There are plenty of things to be thankful for just for who God is, his nature and, and who he is to us and what he's done for us. And again, you could even just you know, take time to do that. Lord, I am thankful that you, Lord, I am thankful that you are, Lord, I am thankful that you have, and to just begin to render that kind of thanksgiving to the Lord. One other thing to take note of there in verse 1 in that statement is also, and I think it's very fitting where we're at ready to celebrate Thanksgiving tomorrow, is that first word there he says before giving thanks, he says, it is good to give thanks to the Lord. Again, we so quickly just in our Bibles, we just kind of read stuff, but sometimes it pays to just kind of pause and meditate and chew upon and, and there's the benefit of giving thanks. It's good, the Bible says, to give thanks to the Lord. The idea is it's a good thing to do this for many reasons. First of all, it's good to give thanks to the Lord because it's proper and appropriate way for us to relate to the Lord. It's good because it pleases God. It honors God. It blesses God's heart. God appreciates and values when I give thanks to him. Just like any parent, right? If you're here this evening and you're a parent, what parent does not appreciate the dynamic of when their child expresses thankfulness for something their parent gives to them or something their parent's done or maybe they you know, begin to get to a stage where they start to understand and they actually say, you know, mom, dad, I, I, I want to thank you that you did this in my life. I want to thank you that you were stable. I want to thank you that you stood together and you didn't you know, get divorced. I want to thank you that even when the family did fall apart, that you remained faithful to me and you kept loving me. I thank you that you stood solid and kept walking with Jesus and, and you set a good example for me in that way and showed me what it meant to keep following the Lord. And again, in the same way that we as parents greatly appreciate when our children express thanks to us, it's the same dynamic with God the Father. It's good to give thanks to the Lord because it pleases our Father. It blesses Him. It gives pleasure to his heart. It also further prepares us in our inward life for our future eternal experience. That's another reason why it's good. Because it prepares us for what we're going to do for all of eternity. Revelation 4 says, whenever the living creatures, that is the angels, give glory and honor and thanks to him 
who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders, a picture of the church, fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne of God saying, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. Again, the Bible pictures for us that what's happening around the throne of God in heaven is, listen, the 100% absence of complaining, discontentment. It says in heaven, the angels and all of the saints around the throne of God are there giving glory, honor, and thanks to him. That's what you're going to do for all of eternity. Give glory, honor, and thanks. So listen, you might as well start practicing. Because for all of eternity, every time you look to the throne of God, you're going to see something about God for all of eternity. And again, you'll see something that will just so amaze you about the greatness and the goodness of God that you again will just be just prompted to just thank you. Thank you that you're like that. And, and something will continue to prompt you for all of eternity to keep being thankful for ages upon ages. So it prepares us for what's ahead. It's also not only good because it blesses and honors God and prepares us for eternity, but look, here's, let me get very practical. It's also good to give thanks to the Lord in the sense that it's good for us. It's good for us in the sense that it benefits our condition mentally emotionally spiritually it imparts things like peace when you give thanks when you express thanks and are thankful to god it imparts things like contentment and joy and health in fact just do a little research research and studies show this not even christian thankfulness just in general science and research have done studies just on being grateful and having a person that has an, a gratitude in their nature and someone who expresses gratitude research has proved that it's actually good for us it's beneficial research has shown that it helps us to be more patient with people it helps us to sleep better Boy, that'd be nice for some of us right Studies show that when people are grateful, it helps ease feelings of depression. It helps change people's moods. It helps people as well to find motivation. Being grateful. Again, studies, scientific studies prove this, not Christian studies. It helps people to have more motivation, to have feelings of happiness due to contentment. It improves people's physical health, their gastrointestinal issues, their headaches, their, you know, their, their feelings of, of laziness and all these things and just stresses and anxieties and depression. Rather than being miserable and discontent, God says it's good for you. In other words, God knew it was good for us. God says, let me help you. You don't need therapy. Just start giving thanks more often. Start saying thank you to me more, being thankful, expressing thanks, giving thanks. And God says, it'll actually benefit you mentally and emotionally and physically and spiritually in so many ways. God knows what's good for us. And let me say it's good as well because it represents God good. Because you know as well as I do, people's attitudes and natures are contagious, right? So when somebody's always complaining and critical, and that's contagious, right? You take a complaining person, no gratitude, they're always grumbling and complaining. What happens? Everybody else starts complaining. The same happens the other way. You start bragging about God and talking about how good it is and, and saying how thankful you are to God. That kind of gets contagious. And it kind of 
represents God well and it makes people want to taste and see that the Lord is good in their lives. You know, the wonderful thing is the psalmist here says to us, look, as if somehow we would say, well, I just don't know how to do that. Well, look at the end of verse 1. He says, let me suggest to you, sing praises to the name of the Most High. One of the ways you can give thanks to God is to sing. Well, I don't like the way I sing. Well, just be thankful you can. And be thankful God likes the way you sing. There you go. Don't care about what you say. Just sing to the Lord. Be thankful that God likes it. Your neighbor may not next to you, but God likes it. And it's a way that he accepts worship and it pleases and blesses him. He says, verse 2, declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. Again, that shows beyond Thanksgiving, beyond the holiday. Every morning, declare his loving kindness. Every morning we can get up and say, Lord, I thank you if for nothing else. And certainly we can, I find it helps me to just rabble off a few thanksgiving before I begin to ask. But I, I find that that's something this verse always sticks with me. That every morning I can say, Lord, I thank you that as I start this day, that you are loving and kind in your attitude towards me. And not mean and hateful and angry at me. <laughs> thank you, Lord. <laughs> that your love is towards me and you want to be kind to me in my life. And then he says, at the end of every day, we should thank God for his faithfulness. You know, look back on the day. Lord, thank you. Thank you how you were faithful when this came up today. Lord, thank you how you, you know, kept me from saying that or you, you protected me in that situation. Lord, thank you how you helped me get done this or just looking back and thank you, Lord, you got me through another day and just express our thankfulness to the Lord. Express that thankfulness for his faithfulness. Look, this evening, I encourage you as we enter back into a time of worship to just ponder and respond to what the word of God says. Look, you are here tonight. Let, let me just ask you a question. Where were you maybe a year ago? Where were you? What was your life like two years ago? Maybe for some of you five years ago. And think maybe the pit or the place where you were, what was going on, and, and, and all the Lord's got you through and carried you through and brought into your life and the changes and transitions and the blessings and all the things that God's done. Where were you? And look where your life is now. Look what God's done. And imagine what God's going to do going forward. That should give us incentive to say, Lord, I want to give thanks to you. You're worthy of it. Let's stand. Let's